and boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious! Hulk Hogan, Hollywood officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious, I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by three-time wrestling golfer Oliver Newman. How are you doing this evening, Oliver? Well, I was doing good about ten minutes ago and then my, my team, Birmingham City, conceded in the last second. Oh. A really good three-point um, went away. So, yeah, quite gutted, Chris, but uh, always happy to be on the podcast. <laughs> How are you? I'm alright. Um, I appeared on uh, the Revisionist Booking podcast, got released today yeah, we rebooked WrestleMania, WrestleMania 9 which is really fun yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a different it was a bit weird being on the other end I'm usually asking the questions not answering questions so but they said I did a really good job they said my, one of my suggestions was the best suggestion in the field. <laughs> so I'll put I'll put a link to that in our description um, and we all we also released an interview with um, RWA star Brian Aderson last week um, this weekend he goes for next level championship at the an event you should check that out. And then next week, return to the show, we've got Cameron Solos. He's the most listened to British wrestler we had on last year. He said he wants to come on to break his record. So, <laughs> so I said, yeah, come back on. Have you on whenever. So, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that next week. And we also have a partnership with Powerslam.tv, where you can get a month free access to over 110 promotions and 4,000 hours of content by using the promo code. So, before, um, should we start by discussing NXT? take over Phoenix. Um, I want to start with Johnny Gargano. He is our new North American champion. I always, I always want to call it the NXT US Championship. I don't know why. It just makes me... Yeah. It's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> right, so he had an incredible match against Ricochet. Um, so your thoughts on this match? Yeah, much much like you just said. Uh, you know, it was an incredible match. Um, it did, you know, we've, we've said about Johnny Gargano's character and how it's changing. And is it changing for the better or worse? It it doesn't necessarily matter um, mm. it, because he st- he still put on he still puts on these other matches and and the match against Ricochet was exactly the same <coughs> and it is it is really quite interesting to see you know when he like unfolded the the mat so there's concrete there and you and you could kind of see into his mind. Does he want to go to the dark side or continue to be the light? And it's really interesting. I guess that he never had that element of his character. No. So, um, from a booking perspective, they've although we're really against it, I would imagine me, you, Nick, and, and Mark. Um, it is really interesting to see, which, you know, which way his character goes. Yeah, it's kind of going grasp on storytelling. The psychology is unbelievable in these types of matches. It seems to be just say go have a five-star match and you just go <laughs> yeah pretty much and I ran a poll on, on my Twitter and I think if I if I can remember correctly the match of night for NXT takeover Phoenix just bear with me one second I think it was Gargano yeah. against Ricochet so that ran away so, of it, ran away of it yeah so I'm just looking at it 75% uh, said Gargano versus Ricochet so Ooh. 
Yeah, uh, superb. But I, I think in this instance, if he hadn't have won this match, then it kind of puts play to the way the character was going. Hmm. Because if he, if he attacks somebody in the parking lot and he loses, and then you know he's gone into a steel cage match against uh, Alistair Black as well, won that, but it was because of Champa. Mm-hmm. And it goes into the match with Ricochet, and for whatever reason, if he had lost that match, then maybe he would have turned back into the light completely. But the the like 50-50 side of things between light and darkness um, in his character is is actually pushed him towards being a champion. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see where he goes from there. And, and, and for Ricochet, he didn't lose anything by losing the title because it was a really... You know, really strong match that could have gone either way. Yeah, and also um, Tommaso Ciampa, great wrestler, loving him at the moment. So he retained his title after. Well, he's a great sports entertainer. He's the the greatest sports entertainer of all time. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he retained his title after taking advantage of the work he did on Alistair Black's knee. Um, Alistair Black slipped on the floor and he hit him with the fairy tale ending. Were you surprised it was a clean win for both guys? Um. I'm actually in the camp of I think they're going to hold all the titles. Mm. I, I think they'll they'll go back to but obviously the uh, the villain side of DIY. I think they'll hold all the titles this year at one at, uh, all together at the same time. Yeah, I think I they'll be the tag, tag team champions, the uh, North American champion which Gargano is, and mm. the NXT champion. Yeah, I've also told TV, they also on their review, they reckon the next one will be headlined by DIY. That's, that'll, be, that'll be the headline getter, it's the first match in a DIY, mm. re, like a DIY reunion match. So that could be interesting. Yeah, so. I, I, you know, looking at NXT, from, NXT TV from last week, um, it, it looked like it's going to be Gargano Chamber against Black and uh, Ricochet. Mm. So um, th- that, that should be an upcoming match, I would imagine. Yeah. But I think they'll win the tag this year again. Yeah, so the the credits um, came. Oh, sorry, then credits came up, and then the Yagano American title and Champa NXT title, and it's just DIY both pose. If these was an amazing sight for the end of the show, it'll be really interesting as well. I think it'll be explained that Gargano couldn't get away from Champa. Do you remember like the DIY T-shirt mm-hmm. and it being for? And then he was like, okay, if it's gonna be Champa and it's going to be DIY, then they had to come through what they've come through. But they've always stayed, they've always competed against each other or competed with each other, and they haven't been able to get away from each other. That's why they'll come full circle to go back to being DIY as a villain tag team, and then they'll win the tag titles. Yeah. Again. All right, so if they don't team up at the next show, who do you think they'll be defending their titles against at TakeOver Brooklyn 5? But... Would it be NXT Chicago again? No, first? It's, uh, next one's WrestleMania week. Oh, WrestleMania, yeah, sorry. Um, <sighs> I'm not sure, because it's, it's ever-changing, isn't it, really? Mm. Um, <sighs> because maybe Alice, uh, not Alice, like a Velveteen Dream against Gargano. That seems to be the way to go. I, I, could, I could see Ricochet moving into the main title picture with Champa, maybe a triple threat between Dream Cole. Yeah. And then there was a small interaction between Black and um, Pete Dunne in the Rumble. Now I want to see that match now. It was my favourite part of the Rumble where Pete Dunne did his finger thing. Alistair yeah. Black and then Alistair Black popped his finger. It looks so painful. That's my favourite part. Was, that was mad. <laughs> mm. It really was. Right, so elsewhere on the 
card we had uh, War Raiders win the title from Undisputed Era, Shayna Baszler winned against Bianca Belair and Matt Riddle tapped out in Cassiusona with strikes. So what were your quick thoughts on the rest of the show as a whole? Just, you know, it's always consistent uh, in ring action. Um, War Raiders against the Undisputed Era was fantastic by the start of the show. Hmm. Uh, love the entrance for the oh, War Raiders. Yeah, apparently that was their that's... mates. That was the... And one of the Vikings was Sarah Logan. Apparently, you go back. Oh, okay. That's, I, that's what I heard. One of the reviews okay. I heard today. So I have to go back if you see a green herd. Apparently, certainly. Yeah, but the, yeah. Okay. And they'll 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 the guests at their wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, that was the, an epic entrance, though. Was uh, you know really interesting. It was really interesting hearing Sam Roberts on the the NXT pre-show. I mean, he was slate in Bel Air, wasn't he? I've not seen it. it. I've not I've heard, seen it. I've heard it. Means that you told. Well, I don't know what he does for her, in mm. all honesty, to say that she's not worthy of being in the match. And she's only got this hair flip and stuff. It, it didn't make sense to say that, in all honesty, because she's undefeated. <laughs> mm. That's what they should have gone with. And they made it seem like she was never a threat for Baszler when she is. Fantastically gifted, uh, strong, athletic, agile, um, and then they, they just cut her down in the pre-show, which was shocking. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Basler um, put Bianca Belair over. I was going to say over like Rover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she, no, the, the, the way, the first time she put her in the chokehold and she got up. Yeah, this, the, 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 the hair whip uh, got across as looked, well yeah, because, yeah, that, you know, she was bloody because of it, mm, wasn't she? Yeah. So, um, no, that was a good match as well. And and Sona against Matt Riddle is... Just really, just really intense. Mm. Uh, interesting matches. Obviously, the first one was a few seconds. The second one on NXT TV when they did the two hours with the boards was uh, was really, really good match. And and this was a good match as well. So once again on NXT, um, you know, takeover. There isn't really a bad match. Uh, the the worst match on the card is probably still good. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, good, good consistency, um, and you know, a good start to the year, really. Yeah, I've, um, Riddle tapping out Ono with strikes. I've ever seen a stoppage. Uh, possibly Brock Lesnar, maybe. I don't remember it. Like I've, seen, I've seen maybe people get knocked out, but I've not seen people tapping out. Yeah, that's a fair point. But amazing show overall. Absolutely. I recommend everyone. <laughs> This is Brian Adenson telling you to listen to Broken But Glorious Podcast. We'll split the Rumble review into two. We'll get, this part was concentrate on the women's side title match. First up, we'll discuss Becky Lynch versus Oscar. Um, I yeah. Saw, yeah, I've saw some parts of social media are angry because Becky Lynch didn't get a win and that she'd be clean. Um, you know, I, I saw Bully Ray's uh, Twitter saying that she should have uh, passed out rather than tapped out. But, uh, you know, it was a really, really great match. Yeah. And with Asuka winning cleanly, that builds as uh, you know as being uh, someone to be feared again. This is this is Becky Lynch. This is the man. This is somebody who's had a brilliant you know second uh, second part of the year from SummerSlam onwards. Mm-hmm. And and she's beat her cleanly. Um, fantastic for Asuka, uh, you know. 
it's and really brings a little bit more prestige to the SmackDown live women's title. Well, he needs to keep Oscar looking strong going into Mania because we know it's going to be Becky yeah. versus Ronda. So they're either going to have to have it Oscar versus Charlotte, but they have to keep Oscar looking strong, else they could just somehow this ends up on the pre-show here title back. If they don't yeah. have a hair against the strong hair looking strong and a hair against the strong opponents, mm. it could just yeah. fall down the card. That's what that's what I was scared of match. Mm. But it was a Damn good match to start off the show. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, so next up, Ronda retained against Sasha Banks. Um, that was really good as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I really, really don't understand the fans in uh, Chase for turning on Ronda Rousey, saying, you can't wrestle. Um, <laughs> this is somebody who's taken to wrestling as is akin to, to Kurt Angle. Mm, definitely. Um, she's, she's an incredible... Uh, just incredible deep the transformation between MMA and uh, you know judo Olymp- Olympian into a professional wrestler you can tell how it's, different uh, it is because you can fear them to get it yeah you can you know you can see in a T uh, it's it's very very difficult but you've got you know you've got Rousey here uh, and I think she's doing a fantastic job yeah, and, uh, and Sasha, Sasha's been the best opponent for us so far. It was, it was, she, nice, it was nice to have a heelish Sasha again. That's mm. well, the, the the boss character doesn't really it doesn't really connect when it's uh, he, heroin, does it? Really, no. the boss is I'm better than you. Um, you know, I, I'm better in this way, in this way, in this way, and you you can't really cheer that. To no. Be honest. <laughs> Mean so well. I suppose you can respect cheer it, but you're not gonna be like, oh, this this person thinks that they're better than me, and and in this way, and in this way, and in this way, and um, no, it's it, she's definitely better as a as a villain, and she said it in interviews that she prefers that role. Yeah, and Ronda usually taps people out. Well, this I think this is her first pin victory. It could be. Um, I can't think of that. It's usually the armbar, isn't it? I can't think yeah, of another. It's going to half ten at night, so um, if if this isn't the, the first pinfall victory, we'll have to open up to the <laughs> BBGW pod. And if you can contact us on Twitter and tell us, when, um, we'll uh, we'll take that on board. So yeah, yeah, but but by not having a tap out, it makes Sasha look strong. She can take pride in the performance that she didn't tap out, and that she had, Ronda had to find a different get the goods. Yeah, exactly. And in, in that situation, if if Sasha didn't tap out but passed out, that might have, uh, you know, done wonders for her as well. But uh, to to lose by pinfall in a very competitive match, mm. that once again, even though most of the well, the, the titles are kind of set in stone at this title matches are set set in stone at this point. Sorry, um, you still maybe just maybe. Uh, Becky would beat Asuka and, and Sasha could beat Ronda So is Ronda undefeated still? Because she lost that tag match Does that count that she does not defeat today? Did, did she lose a tag match or was it Natalia? Natalia, yeah but their team Yeah the team Yeah, um, It's, it's they, one of those they, have, they, haven't, like, they haven't brought it up Yeah it's like Asuka uh, during her undefeated run lost the battle roar because Carmella won it Yeah Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> that's that's just about raw. So um, yeah, I, I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest. I, I, I think I think she's not undefeated anymore. 
because her team lost. But, yeah. But she hasn't been pinned or submitted. So they'll go. say it like that's, that now. That's, that's undefeated, isn't it? <laughs> Your team lost, you yeah. <laughs> 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 Right. So, uh, Women's Rumble time. So, last year, the Rumble was all about nostalgia. This year, it was looking to the future of lots of unexpected entries from NXT, which I loved. Um, were you happy with the settles to this year's Rumble? The one absolutely glaring admission has to be Tony. I was convinced, convinced she was going to be in it because she was at the show the night before. Exactly. What were they thinking not including the NXT UK Women's Champion? They could have not put that ja- a Chinese woman in. When, also, I can't remember her name. Zia Lee? Zia Lin? Yeah, uh, especially when uh, Rhea Ripley was in the Rumble. And she had a great show with three, three eliminations. And she looks massive compared to all the main roster women. Exactly. And because of the, the feud that they've got going on, it's it, it was absolutely, um, yeah, it was, I, I couldn't believe it. Because you could continue the feud in the Rumble mm. whilst also shining a light on the WWE UK division and also shining a light on the WWE UK women's division. And all you've got to do is take out uh, one of the other women. And, and don't get me wrong, everyone was in the Rumble who deserved to be in the Rumble. And, you know, you've, you've worked your whole life for it. Um, but... Yeah, uh, especially when she was in the crowd with Pete um, at NXT TakeOver to Phoenix. A really glaring mistake. You just put us no legends at all? Um, No, because I think that, you know, last time we we all spoke on the podcast, we were wanting to focus on the future of the company, and they they did well by doing that, really. I would have liked Michelle McCool to be in it, because she's the current holder for most eliminations. Her, Charlotte, face-to-face, could have, that's the only legend mm. I really would have. And I think yeah. I think they missed the trick by not having Charlotte come in at number three and make it to the end like a dad did, if it's, as it's her first rumble. Yeah. But I say why they did it. They filled the ring up, and then she came in and basically knocked everybody. I, I would have liked her to come in at number three and last until the end, and not quite did it like a dad did. That's what it mean. So um, I also nearly got a prediction right. I predicted that Beckley would, Becky would take out Lana and take her place, but she really just replaced her in the end after having a chat with her mate Finley. Yeah. Um, so are you happy that Be- Becky actually entered the match? Were you surprised how she entered the match? Uh, it's it's an interesting one of how she entered the match. I did say when we 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 spoke last time about whether. A competitor in a title match could go into the Rumble on the same night. Oh, so, so you said that a couple of years ago. Yeah, we, we discussed the possibility of it happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the like, the roadmap to WrestleMania was there, and we was like, okay, how do they get to each point? Yeah. And Becky has to win this Rumble to get to Ronda Rousey. Because if she doesn't, you know, it's just going to be, I don't know, say a back roll down the line. But the best way to get to WrestleMania and the main event is to win the Rumble. Yes. So um, the, the only thing that was, was sent to me on Twitter is they, uh, one of the fans wanted uh, the Women's Rumble to be the main event again. Yeah. And for Becky to win the Rumble going off the uh, ending the show, which okay. would have been really interesting because in the opener and the main event and that would have been pretty cool that would have been a good sandwiching of the show and the pop she got compared to what the pop Seth Rollins got it would have been no yeah. exactly another fancy booking would have been you get have a Smackdown woman, woman win the sorry 
win the Rumble. Maybe, or, maybe, or maybe some like Bliss, and then she challenges Oscar, and then <laughs> Becky goes into the men's Rumble, not like Nia, like Nia Jax, and she wins that, and her, then she challenges. <laughs> so women's women women could have been another way of doing it. That'd have but, been one hell of a way to kickstart the uh, evolution again. Yeah. Um, yeah. The man, the uh, man wins the men's Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about Hoggle and uh, Zelina Vega? I didn't get it. What was he going to do to her when he called I don't know. What, what, what was she scared of? But if he leads to Finley against Andrade, that would be a hell of a match. It would be a hard-hitting match. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, think, I think it was... Uh, who, who had the yeah. best Kofi spot? Was that Casey? That's, oh, yeah, Casey probably. Not not, uh, Naomi, not Naomi. Naomi. Naomi's, Naomi's the same one she did last year, basically. Yeah. Whereas Casey, just incredible, wasn't it? Yeah. Both, both were incredible, of course, but it, it was just a different way to to keep herself in really smart. I think she might need to bulk up slightly before she gets to the main role. She looks so small. <laughs> I think she's under 5'40". Right. I, can't, I can't think of her surname. I think she's yeah, Ricochet's girlfriend. I can't think of her surname. It's just Italian son. <laughs> Yeah. But I've heard I've heard okay. some people saying that she's yeah. gonna get pushed straight to the main roster. She she was impressive in the rumble. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy to see yeah. her. So I liked her in the uh, I think the one May Young Classic I watched this year, she was on it. I I haven't seen the May Young Classic yet. Gotta make some time for that. So, so where do you see Charlotte going in, into WrestleMania now? I just hope that it isn't a triple threat match. No. Um that's that's been discussed. Uh she's She's got to go against Asuka, isn't she, really? Because she is the one that broke the streak. Um, that's the money match for SmackDown Live. Um, Oscar getting a win back it. makes sense. It'll be a mirroring. Sorry? Oscar getting a win back from last year. Yeah, possibly. Um, I just don't want the, it to be a triple threat match. Money is Becky against Ronda. Yeah, yeah Rousey versus so, Lynch and Oscar versus Flair seems... Just be the logical matches to me. Although, in, in all honesty, with regards to that, Becky's coming over from SmackDown to challenge the Raw Women's Champion. Mm. So, surely it should be someone challenging the SmackDown Women's Champion. And once again, they'll have to do a, a battle Raw, which um, is how they've usually, uh, you know, make that that second a title match, don't they? And that's what they've done in the past. Mm. So, so maybe it, it might be a Raw, which would be would be better because it'd probably be a match you haven't seen before. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Bliss being there because because of the amount of concussions he had, I can see him retiring and he just. Well, keep... you've got you got Bliss, uh, you know, Nia Jax, uh, uh, you know, Sasha, Sasha Banks versus that's going to be really interesting. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, it depends, it depends who they're going to put the women's titles on. Then Jackson being a qualifier last night. It depends if you want spoilers on this show, Chris. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. So if they're going into WrestleMania, they could have Jackson to me in a bit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ruby Royer against Asuka. That'd be interesting. The money is in Charlotte Fleur against Asuka. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and then maybe an extra title for title, Charlotte versus Lynch. No, you, you don't want to. You want to keep two titles separate. I think. I think no. I've, I've said it. I think I said it. So I think they've got an amazing yeah. women division. If they had one title deal, I think they'd have an amazing division. I think they, have, they haven't got the depth to have two titles at the moment. But, but the problem got, is, if you're fighting over one title and there's that many women on the roster, you introduce a mid, mid-card two title. Or people that could be, you know, uh, maybe a couple more that could be fighting for it at one time. What the what is everyone else going to be doing? 
They have a mid-card title. You've got 30 women. You can have a mid-card title and a tag team title. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. <laughs> Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Alright, so if we move on to the men's side of things, um, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, you wanted to discuss the lack of crowd reaction? Yeah, it was, it was just shocking, wasn't it? Um, it, it? It seems that WWE's where dream matches go to die. Uh, it's it, it's really, it's really, really strange. Um, you have the dream match, then you have a follow-up two weeks later, mm. then you put it on a pay-per-view, then you put it on the next pay-per-view, and all of a sudden everyone's sick of seeing it. Yeah, because back uh, in the day, you had your dream matches you saw three times in the career. You didn't see them yeah. six times in two months. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, it's AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. If, if people want to know why the, the the back end of AJ Styles' title runs a bit um, stale, is because it was the same competitors he was facing over and over. Mm. Um was, yeah, was the just... was it the match being it was it was, it was a technical classic. It wasn't a fun spot fest. So do you think the placement of the match was wrong? Going straight after an hour, basically an hour and a half match. Then it was it, then... like the the Eddie Guerrero against Chris Jericho uh, full match from back in the day, mm. where where it's been said in um, I think both guys that they were kind of wrestling for themselves because they were sitting on that. The, the fans are sitting on the hands, and if you go back and watch that match, it is a, a superb match. Do you think they um, swap the title matches round so you have the spot fest car crash that was Brock versus Finn straight after the run, an eight minute spot fest gets the crowd back up, and then you have this technical match? You, you could have, yeah. You've got to look at the, the, uh, the place on the card. Mm. Um, it, like I said, like I mentioned a little bit earlier about the women's rumble finishing the show. Um, it's it's all about card placement, isn't it? But I I think it was a you know it was a technically um, it's a really good match. It's the ending. I I have no idea about. Um, I think Daniel Bryan's character really really stepped up. Mm. Uh, you know we've been about Becky Lynch being the man and that being the best character in WWE. Well now I think Daniel Bryan's character is pretty close to to that in terms of being uh, the villain. Is absolutely incredible, uh, but it, it it makes no sense that he's he's the villain when he's talking about the planet and no. wanting to save the world. But it, for some reason in WWE, he's booed because of it. Um, <laughs> so that's why I guess Rowan was involved in the the outcome of the match. I was gonna say, what's Trump. what's your thoughts on he's, he's back to Eric Rowan? That's called full name yeah. back. Um, returning as a, well, like a vegan eco warrior, just it doesn't strike well, me as somebody it, who doesn't eat meat. It's just the this is the the final part of Daniel Bryan taking over the Wyatt family after being um, coerced into the group years ago and fighting Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's no longer around. If 
Luke Harper turns up down the road and Bray Wyatt comes back, then we, we all know why. And we have so. a cult off. Bra- <laughs> Bray and Harper versus uh, Bray I don't know, it's Drowns. one of those situations where, you know, when um, the Straight Edge Society was there with CM Punk. Yeah. And Luke, Luke, uh, Luke Gallows was in the Straight Edge Society, wasn't he? Yeah. So um, it's it's one of those kind of situations, really. I always I did uh, wonder where it, it's a it's a big bodyguard type, you know. If, if it was like Shawn Michaels and Diesel kind of thing, um, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, yeah, uh, you know, to go along with today's thing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, he might be. He might believe everything that's being said, and that's why he's been brought back. And. You know, a bodyguard with a, a really good wrestler always seems to work in, in wrestling, so we'll have to see what happens, really. I do hope they switch up his um, Harper's gimmick when he comes back and he stays away from Rowan. It's brilliant, Harper. That, that run he had in 16, he should have been... He sh- run. No. Um, for... Oh, it might have been 17. When was it? Uh, uh, awesome versus Wyatt. Was that 17? Awesome. At WrestleMania, uh, where they had the horrible yeah. rejections. It, yeah. That should have been a triple threat match for the title. Yeah, because he had a fantastic match against uh, Fastlane, maybe. Yeah, the whole, yeah him. In uh, February. Yeah, that, that, them four months before WrestleMania was a great one. Yeah, it's true. And just, yeah, so. But it looks like it's the end of the Bludgeon Brothers, which I thought was starting to get over slightly. Right, so next up was. Brock Lesnar versus Finn. It was an interesting few minutes, and the crowd got behind it. After a 25-minute technical classic, this was a car crash, spot, spot. And, you, you know, Brock likes wrestling the indie guys, a bit of an effort. And, yeah. and there was proper storytelling from Brock in this. They, they sold his old stomach injury. I can't remember what, what, I can't remember what this disease he had was. Yeah. yeah. No, it, was, it was really good from that perspective. Mm. Uh, it looked like Finn could win the match. Um, when you got that coup de grace, I was like, oh, he's done it. He's not off it. I was like, <laughs> well, they've got you, haven't they? So I was like, Finn versus uh, Seth. It's gonna be yeah. Uh, it, was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's just yeah. He, he always seems to step it up when he's a, when he's uh, fighting AJ, Daniel Bryan, uh, Finn Balor. Um, you know, that's that's when Brock's at his best, really. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So and then it's. Rumble time. Um, Double J, the only legend in this show. What the hell was he wearing? Why did he put 1995 <laughs> Double J in this? We could have uh, had slap nuts. Don't slag off the first wrestling t-shirt. I don't know. I thought he looked ridiculous. And I was a bit disappointed to be in get a duet of in my, uh, with my lady tonight. But no, with my baby tonight. Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought it was going to happen because he's a face now. For as he said, well, I keep. Chiggering away raw. That's what happened on raw. Was it? Yeah, with Road Dog and Elias. Uh, no, oh. uh, Elias has uh, turned into a villain again for some reason. Might, hopefully, it's just for that night to get it out of the way because people wanted this to happen, but probably not in the. It happened on, uh, and and uh, yeah, that's that's it really. Yeah, so again, again, this seems to be looking towards the future with the Double J being the only legend. I've, you can put Kurt Angle, but he's been around for a while now, surprise legend. Um, yeah. So we had Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and Alistair Black. Gargano seems to be face, seems to be his old self. Well, it's because Master Champa wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. My there son was go. my son was convinced Champa would be coming out at seven. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to put loads of NXT in. Um, yeah, as I said, then, 
earlier in the show and loved the interaction. Story, Sorry? Uh, what, a, what a fantastic story that's being told, though. Yeah. Is Gargano is Gargano and Champ is not around. Mm. That's that's the underlying story being told in NXT, and you're probably not aware of it. <laughs> well, Vince was like, oh, I don't like this new character. You're on my show now. <laughs> Beat you on your wrestling <laughs> for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So as I mentioned earlier in the show, I love the interaction of people and Alistair. Both had great showings. Alistair Black eliminated Dean Ambrose. was quite surprising. Somebody that high on the card. The rumour about Dean Ambrose. I think after Mania. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're saying that he's, he's gave his notice. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he went out quickly in the Rumble and obviously spoiling Raw for everyone. He lost to Seth Rollins as well. Wow. And and he had an interaction with Nia Jax. Well, we're spoiling it miles ago ahead. Uh, where Jax attacked him and he couldn't attack her back because no. the referees got in the way. Uh, right. so. um, my most surprising what surprised me more was none of the recent NXT call-ups were in it so there's no way EC3 has a machine you're all lost it's a yeah, great great definitely. way to introduce them guys mm, point. what's Kurt Hawkins done to deserve a spot in a championship ahead of yeah so well, he's lost 250 matches in a row they did say the number on the show I can't remember. It was either 256 or something. Yeah, it's crazy. That, 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 just something I noticed. It's like, just having them in background segments on Raw at the moment and SmackDown. Throwing yeah, in the rumble. I understand where you got them. made a lot of sense. And with regards to Lars Sullivan, they were going to start a storyline between him and John Cena, but he got dropped. Yeah. Apparently, so, Lars has, has he got anxiety issues at the moment. That's, that's what was reported, yeah. He, and obviously, because of, uh, you know, Mental health situations in general, they're, uh, they they want to make sure that their you know, people are hundred percent healthy in themselves, mm. which you know fair play to them for that. But it's really gutting uh, for Lars Sullivan because that's a huge storyline to be working with John Cena, and now that looks like it's going to be to Drew McIntyre, doesn't it? Yeah, that's what I've said off off air and stuff because they're saying that Drew McIntyre uh, injured John Cena. And that's the reason why he couldn't be in the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, so that might be the WrestleMania match between the two. Yeah, I'm so gutted about Ziggler and knocked out. I wanted the last foot free to be Drew Braun. That's the story they've been building the last couple of weeks. Mm. That, does it mean that Ziggler's signed up again or last hurrah? I don't know. He seems to do this every year just before Christmas. Just before Christmas. Just before the Rumble. <laughs> you think last year? Was it last year or the year before? He came out number 30. Or does he left? Not sure. There's that time when he gave up the US Championship and then said... You're not supposed to have a long-term memory when you're following the WB, Chris, you know this. <laughs> just, as long as it's not Drew versus Ziggler at WrestleMania, maybe do it at Fastlane next, Elimination Chamber next. If they want to get that feud out of the way, just get it out of the way there. They've got Elimination Chamber and uh, Fastlane before yeah. Mania, mm-hmm. so they got a chance to, to deal with that. But no, the, once again, money match there is, is McIntyre against Cena. Yeah, we were discussing it off air once. Uh, possible, you know, Cena against Brian or whatever. If it isn't Cena against, there isn't many other options on SmackDown Live to go up against Brian at WrestleMania. If we bring it, bring it back to the uh, the interaction between um, Mustafa Ali and Shinsuke Nakamura was really interesting. So maybe they could fight for the US title. Yeah. And and we, because of the the matches that they've had lately, uh, it, it 
kind of has to be Rey Mysterio versus Andrade at WrestleMania in some kind of decisive match, I would imagine. Yeah, I hope this um, um, rumour that they're going to make a faction out of them and I don't like Andrade as a face. He just doesn't work as a face. Unless, I, don't mm. like, I can't see them turning Rey pale. Uh, I'm not, I don't know what uh, Sinkara has done to deserve being in the faction. He just got it. <laughs> no, it's it's better the way he's tranquilo, uh, Andrade. I mean, they've already told took his name off him, haven't they? They picked the wrong way. Off. You should call him Cianol, not Andrade. Yeah. Two years. As long as they just keep Selena Vega with him, don't put him under a mask, and everything's fine. Just keep him exactly the way he is. They have clocks with Mysterio and Mustafa Ali and. AJ and uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- so I think if you get a, all factions, stuff, hopefully. if you have a US title scene of Nakamura, Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali, Ray, Andrade leading into Mania, that'll be an amazing couple of months. US title matches and then Rusev, like you put Rusev in there as well. In 2016, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, and Rusev in there as well. You can have, you can have yeah. a six a ladder match at Mania between the six of them. That'll be amazing. Mm, absolutely. Right, so then we have to we have to talk about the big surprise of the match. Then everyone was talking about who was going to take out our truth. Everybody knew our truth was going to be taken out. No one expected it to be Nia Jax. There was talk of being Batista. <laughs> there was even talk of it being Becky Lynch. There was talk of just Kenny Omega was mentioned. <laughs> Every, Nia Jax. So what are your thoughts on Nia Jax being the fourth woman to enter the men's? Um, I'm not sure. It was shocking, obviously. When when she's actually in there, uh, you know, she she didn't look out of place. Anymore. No. Um, so, so that so, was that was good. Yeah. So she tossed out some of the last. I can't say his word. Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. I can't say. That's, yeah. That's um, the one thing that was was really bad about it. Yeah, and then Orton tried to do some intimidation, which didn't work, and then she sets up Ray for the six one nine, but then she catches Ray. Yeah. Um, Dolph super kicked her and then Ray hit her with the 619 and then she got RKO'd and then eventually Ray and Randy who were feuding just the last pay-per-view <laughs> teamed up to throw her out so, yep. so they just look super strong so is this them dipping the waters into possible intergender wrestling in the f- it's, uh, probably, it's probably the best way to do it is to get somebody who's bigger than the men yeah it's always a possibility isn't it um, they've done it before. They could do it again. It depends. You know, if if you're doing inch gender wrestling, though, if it's wrestling, if it's punching somebody in the face, no, then it's different. But if it's actually grappling, and you could do a an intergender wrestling match, you've been able to do that. There's a lot of different uh, men and women that have been able to do that. You know, nowadays, really. Like Candice LeRae, her best uh, matches over the last five years have been against men when she was part of. Exactly. So, um, it, it, it's just, it, it'd be really interesting because they had this mixed match challenge and they're in the second season of it. And you, you know, it's women against women and men against men. The women always uh, seem to hit the men, though, and the men can't hit them. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's, that's how it is, really. Mm. Uh, be interesting to see in the. In the coming months, you've just got to find uh, two competitors that can have a good match doing it, though, really, haven't you? Yeah, because I'd, uh, always, I'd love to see if they brought back the Cruiserweight Champion Classic, maybe something like Charlotte going in the Cruiserweight Classics. I think she'd have great matches because she'll be the stronger one. She could be portrayed as the stronger one because it's like it's, it's fiction. You can make them that these people are stronger as, as, you, as you like. Yeah. 
Right, so there was no surprise with the winner. Um, you predicted right. You predicted Rollins was going to win. I just had a feeling Braun Brock was destined for WrestleMania. That's why they didn't want to well, do it in my head. Yeah, I, I said Rollins. My my heart wanted Samoa Joe to win it, to be honest. Um, and I, I said this on a prediction thing with a mate of mine that. I just wanted Samoa Joe to win that that big one that would allow him to to uh, to be in the WrestleMania main event or there or thereabouts. But it's you can't have him probably against Brian. Um, although him against uh, Brock Lesnar was one of the the best matches of Brock Lesnar's career, wasn't it? Mm. If you remember correctly, uh, Great Balls of Fire, wasn't it? Um, that's that would have been really interesting, and him against Brian would have been fantastic. But the different characters, it and obviously wouldn't have worked. So um, yeah, Seth Rollins um, and then Braun Strowman was last two, and it was it was always going to be interesting to see how that would work out. Yeah, uh, uh, Strowman against Lesnar been hinted at. Uh, Rollins against Lesnar been hinted at, and it was just uh, who's going to win it really out of the two so it was a bit of a toss up um, and, and like I said off, off air as well before um, it would have been really interesting to see Rollins against Brian mm. um, you know it's very likely they're going down the Lesnar-Rollins route so we're going to have to try and find out who's going up against Brian which once again is a bit of a toss up I wouldn't mind uh, a uh, Brian versus AJ versus yeah that'd be pretty good because We've kind of got everyone else, haven't we, to be honest? Yeah. Um, Ray should probably go against Andrade. Uh, Mustafa Ali should go up against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, maybe. Mm. And maybe those those five people with, with uh, one other, I don't know, off the top of my head, SmackDown. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe just those five. Um, they they go well, the US they, title. If they're gonna do it, a ladder match, Shelton Benjamin in there just because he's good yeah. at ladder matches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was good to see him back as well. Yeah. Uh, has, he, has he been wearing pants for a while? Because I haven't seen SmackDown for a while. I don't think I've ever seen him in full on tights. Not sure. He but, hasn't been on SmackDown in a while, to be honest. That's my favourite uh, wrestling show to watch. Mm. Uh, and, and he hasn't been on it in a good while now. So where do you see uh, Braun fighting at Mania? Um, just not Baron Corbin. No, please. No. Because uh, that's, that's been done They, to they can't drag that out. He, <sighs> he, he threw him out in a second, that's all. As soon as he got to the ring, he yeah, closed line him out. That's, that's, yeah. that's his comments, isn't it, really? And, and, and the really interesting thing here is he destroyed Vincent Mann's limo. So yeah. he took him out of the title match. But then he puts him in the rumble. I know John Cena is injured, but you've you've not really punished him, have you? You've you've just took him out of one match to put him in a <coughs> in with you know with an opportunity to go and main event WrestleMania. He didn't win, you know what I mean? Um, a good way of doing it. You have. What about Strowman against Samoa Joe? Yeah, we could have um, Braun you know. versus a champion of man, and he picks Samoa Joe or Lars Sullivan. Well, back in the day, you know Vince. You know, it was Umaga against Batista and things of that nature. Raw versus SmackDown. Mm. There you go. Raw versus SmackDown. Strowman against Mojo. Yeah, it could be. Strowman AJ Styles, maybe. Maybe he completely turns because he's done He's done a few years now, hasn't he, as a hero? Yeah. And because of what's happened with Vincent Mann. So, you know, maybe, maybe that. But I'd love to see that triple threat at WrestleMania, to be honest. So it's, it's a really difficult one to... 
to uh, you know pick Strowman's opponent really. Well, you've got a week to think about it because next week we're doing our WrestleMania predictions. <laughs> no, we're discussing. Nice segue. <laughs> so I think we're. I think we've covered everything pretty well. I can't, I can't think of anything else. Would you? Uh, yeah, I think so. A new US champion. That's we've it. obviously seen Kamara beat Rusev. Yeah, and I um, thought the near falls in that match were tremendous. I fell asleep during the pre-show. Yeah, it was, well, I had to watch the, the kick-off show and the, the actual rumble itself in two sittings. We got to half three in the morning and they were just putting on Finn Balor against... Uh, Lesnar. Yeah, and I, I, I felt I, the men's were coming up, and that was going to go over an hour. And I was like, I'm, I'm uh, dead on my feet here. <laughs> so I, I, I went to bed at ten, woke up at twelve, thinking the rumble will be on first. Well, I, my, in my head, I'll go back to sleep at one and set me alarm yeah. for half three-ish maybe, and then wake up for the men's rumble. But it didn't work out that way. And I dozed off during Brian, AJ, woke up during Finn Balor, and carried, and then I was awake to the end. And we also and. Shane and Miz are champion that needs yeah, to talk Shane about that. Yeah, Shane and Miz are the tag team champion. And that was, you know, a surprisingly good match, must I? Shane, takes t- Shane shouldn't be beating the bar, basically, by himself. Because mm. the Miz took out. You know, when we're talking about WrestleMania and stuff, uh, that seems to be another one set in stone, doesn't it? The Miz versus Shane, man. I can't remember which podcast said it today, but they, they have a theory. The bar are really organised, are really good when they can scout their events. It's when tag teams just get randomly put together, they lose against them. I think that every time they've lost the titles, it's been to random people, Seth and Jordan, Nicholas and Braun, Miz, Miz and Shane. The other, yeah. one, the other team, it was just a random team put together. Their, their theory was that they need to scout their opponents. That's, how, that's, how, that's why they're such a good team against other tag teams. It's when they just get randomly put these teams to get together. They can't scout them, so they can't. Them. <laughs> which I thought was a brilliant theory. But I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't credit which, which podcast said that. Whoever, whoever came up that. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> All right, so. At least you take credit for hmm? You didn't take credit for it. No. You've, you've given credit, but you just don't know where to give it to. Yeah, if I remember by... I'll, I'll, I'm not going to all podcasts again just to find out. But if I remember by next week, I'll. <laughs> Alright, so if you enjoy our show, you can follow us on Twitter, BBGWPod. Go on powerslam.tv and use the promo code BrokenFree and get a free month's subscription. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, yeah, look out for our. Uh, what, yeah, listen to our interview with Brian Edson from last week and look out for our interview with Cameron Solis next week. And so next week we're doing Worlds Collide review. Stroke WrestleMania card predictions, which are always fun, and they're never right. We're going to talk about halftime heat as well. We're going to watch that. <laughs> what channel is it on the network? It's on the network, oh, right. YouTube, Twitter, WWE.com. When? when? Uh, during the Super Bowl, the halftime Super Bowl. Don't think I'll be watching it live, but hopefully I'll have it watched by the time the show starts. I don't watch glorified handball, so I don't. Anyway, I'll see you. See you next week. Good night. See you later, everyone.